Hey, what's up? Do you like sex, love, and astrology? I do. You're in the right place. Let's dig in. Let's go. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to Astromantics, the show where I talk about whatever the fuck I want. Uh, mostly having to do with sex and intimacy because it is my favorite subject. I love it. I think it can add a lot to the sexual interactions and spheres of people to know how to, right, have a better idea. It's a place to start. Uh, so I love talking about it. It's my favorite thing. And then Mary's here. Hi, Mary. I love you. Hello. Yeah. My beautiful work. I love wife. you too. Yeah. Work way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And we have uh, Jesse Fresh with us today. Hi, Jesse. Hello. Thanks for oh, having me. Gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. Uh, I saw Jesse do what a presentation at mm -hmm. broadcast. Most people listen to broadcast or from broadcast listen to us. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you did a presentation. You want to talk about the presentation while I pull up your chart? Sure. Yeah. We met at Club Sanctuary where broadcast is like a monthly meeting for femmes. And I taught a class on the erotic blueprints. And the erotic blueprints are the foundation of the work that I do as a sex and intimacy coach. So I demonstrated the five different types of erotic blueprints that exist, the energetic, sensual, sexual kinky and shapeshifter i showed off toys we laughed uh we giggled some yes. people got turned on i think oh and yes <laughs> you can tell and when people get turned on during at broadcast when it goes like pin drop quiet silent, like, silent. all of a sudden everyone's yeah. like i'm watching <laughs> yeah and then i did a demonstration um demonstrating how you can test your erotic blueprint on your own body or on a partner's right yeah Yes. And for those broadcast listeners, um, Marla was the person on the table. Mm -hmm. She's been interviewed here before, so we've seen her. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was fun for me as an astrologer to try and guess at which of the blueprints she might respond to most. Mm. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we chatted after and noticed like all the similarities of the tools of astrology and the tools of the erotic blueprints and how they can help better create awareness for you individually of yeah how you tick what you yeah. need yeah yeah exactly the uh i i love that i think what i loved about your presentation as well is is that you were very um deliberate and slow about what you were doing but you also uh commanded the person right and the audience at the same time like i noticed um you have the capacity to be able to like sort of change your voice that goes to a like sexual uh, you know can go to that it can be turned on or off right uh -huh. yeah thank right. you i've taught at sanctuary probably 10 times and believe me my my first go-to is not getting in front of an audience and talking about sex so i really appreciate you uh, complimenting that because that's definitely something that has had to be worked and worked and worked again and adjusted. And now, now my anus can be completely relaxed when I speak in front of a crowd. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> you know what? Uh, my first thought when I saw your chart was, I wonder if she, if uh, as a child you were shy on the shy side growing up. 
Um, possibly. <laughs> I, I think um, I would be timid around like people that I didn't know or didn't know well. Right, yeah. right. Didn't have a familiarity with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Danger, danger. Yes, yes. Scorpio <laughs> suns tend to um, open up more and more and more the more that they feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And they don't feel like they have to use their stinger, right? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. if I do not want to have to um, guard myself, in <laughs> here, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, let's we'll chat about your chart. So look you have my a, pretty chart. Look at your prime <laughs> chart. It is pretty. Oh, my gosh, uh, you have a lot of stuff in your eighth, ninth. 10th, 11th houses. This means that a huge part of how you even know yourself or discover yourself is by interacting with others mm. and perhaps teaching your life purpose. Saturn isn't Sag there. So mm. that's a, a life purpose in teaching. Mm. Uh, Uranus there says something unconventional, shocking even. <laughs> uh -huh. Accurate. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I figured. As soon as I saw it, you're right. I was like, this does make sense, right? Because then that ninth house is teaching. Yeah. Right. You've got Scorpio there. You got all a bunch of energy there, right? Like your Mercury, your Venus, your Sun, Pluto, right? Um, all in Scorpio, which rules sex. And then yeah. Uh, oh, I see. Okay, now now I see where I'm where I'm all those houses and all the Scorpios are. Yeah. Holy moly. That's a lot of Scorpio. That is. Yeah. And then next next door is like your career and legacy, right? All this Sag. Mm. Sag is teaching, right? Mm. And then as if your career house wasn't enough, you have Saturn in here, life's purpose, right? Mm. So life's purpose around teaching. Do you like to travel? <laughs> I love to travel. Mm -hmm. I just don't always love planning it. <laughs> yeah. Spontaneous travel? <laughs> um, and more so, I mean, that I often hop on to other people's like other friends travel plans because it kind of gets the ball rolling otherwise me initiating it isn't always the first like planning uh itineraries is not my jam but i have friends that completely get off on that so i'll be i'll be happy to um plant the seed of travel and then they get off on the itinerary planning and then i just kind of am like mm -hmm, yeah great that's great yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. <laughs> that works. Perfect. Yeah. You're supposed to you're supposed to pair with the uh, Virgos, right? Oh but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Your your rising is uh Pisces, right? Which is perfect. You're supposed to be like in the moment, in the feeling of it, right? Less about the details. That's what you would partner with other people for. Mm, I didn't know that part about the Pisces. Mm-hmm. Rising. Yeah. Yeah. P Pisces rising loves uh animals and music and art in some way, right? Mm -hmm. Uh do you have an art outside of the art of the sexual, the sensual? Um, I think that art has flowed in and out of my hobbies. Yeah. Um, I love costume design and I think that almost feeds is there some kind of Leo in my sign yeah, somewhere? Yeah, yeah, Leo Moon. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I love making costumes, and that has been something that has fueled into like an artwork of creating my own pop star version of my wardrobes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I love I that. Was my daughter has Leo Moon like yourself and will also <laughs> change. 
Yeah. <laughs> loves eye makeup too. Usually like I will do eye makeup, but no other makeup sometimes. <laughs> as long as nice. the eyes are did. So fun. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, we talk about Leo Moons. Uh, go, Mary. I have a theory about Leo Moons. Tell me if this feels accurate for you. That your inner world, right? Your internal monologue is a bit like a movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like you could kind of, like there's a soundtrack where you could kind of um, see it almost directed. Does that make sense? Mm. Is that it makes sense, but also I'm like, what do other people experience? Like what is the <laughs> contrast of that? Because if I'm the only one living in my own movie in my head, what are other people doing in their heads? It's well, a lot more boring for, yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah. yeah. No ambiance soundtrack. Gotcha. Yeah. No like narrator. <laughs> oh, there's certainly a narrator up here going yes, on. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Virgo amazing. moves is just panic attacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. No visuals, right? Just information. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny when I was first watching you uh, do your presentation, everybody there knows that um, I do astrology. Right. And so yeah. I was sitting next to these two ladies who are like, oh, what do you think? Erica looks at me and she goes, oh, yeah. is your mind spinning right now with like, <laughs> you know, thinking astrology and stuff. But I was like, it is. I was like, she's got to have Virgo up in there somewhere. <laughs> right? Do I? And then you were like, oh, I'm a Scorpio Leo. And they looked at me like, oh. She's a Scorpio Leo. And I'm like, oh, she's got to have it in her seventh because I tend to call out sevenths. And does boom. it? I yeah. And what does that mean? So a Virgo seventh house means that you can come across as medical, right? There's a, mm. a medical vibe, mm -hmm. a vibe that um loves details, wants to spell out details for others, mm. for those who you are presenting to, right? Mm, cool. So it kind of comes across as like uh, I'm a doctor of this in a way. Mm. That's so interesting because a lot of this career has been in the beginning, like needing, I, I had a need to be taken seriously with it. Yes. And that part I think comes through of like somewhat being clinical and having a lot of information, but then also trying to balance that with like making sex education fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You said it. That was so well. That was the most beautiful Virgo seventh house I've ever heard of in my life. That was amazing. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Mary, um, and the, yeah, go. I was just looking at the Aries second house of resources, right? And so um, the second house right here, you have North Node in. And it, when you said um, a need to be taken seriously, I thought of Lacey, right? She's a double Aries. Mm. And there's a little bit of Virgo in your situation, Lacey, that the two malefics, I think, right, are constantly right. like, are you expert enough? But mm, right. I think there's that Aries there, too, is a little bit um, driven mm -hmm. by that, you know, and uh, but or being the best or something. Right. right? Like maybe there's a competitiveness. Mm. But Lacey's is a little more direct, right, because she's got a moon and a rising there. In your case, it represents how you make resources for yourself mm. and it has um a karmic planet in here right so not as personal but still important right it means that to make resources you've got to be bold risk-taking mm. right um initiatory mm. kind of um pushing forward right even if other people aren't ready to do that same thing yet i feel like my family should listen to this <laughs> You know they'll understand more or they'll be they might understand me better but also be like oh yeah duh 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that in terms of like every career that I've chosen, that is true. <laughs> so that's good though, because you're living in your North node, right? You're leaning in naturally to something karmic, mm. right? And then that means that your South node over here in Libra is you've done past lives where you mm. have uh, focused on relationships, focused mm. on other, right? And it's kind of like you've mastered that. So in this life, mm. it's a little bit more about you, how mm -hmm. you make your resources, what is your ego need and like what, you know, understanding ego is a big part of Aries, right? Mm. Um, it's not hating ego or yeah. demonizing it, it's just yes. understanding it, right? Yeah. Um, so, but focusing on you, Mm -hmm. is more of what you're being asked to do in this lifetime right aries is independent mm -hmm. and it's blazing a trail and it's not really always focused on other or partner right because mm -hmm. your focus is, should be on you if you have an aries north node oh. um and it's not selfish right mm -hmm. it just means you've already mastered the other piece in other lives right and you're bringing that over that mm -hmm. might be easy yeah. focusing on you right and not putting other people first, right? Not. Yeah. Um, It'd be like you teaching others how to partner in a radical new way. Mm. That's so fascinating because like through my young adult years, I began to study yoga and kind of looked into different forms of spirituality and realized that I connected with the idea that like there's reincarnation or that we we mm -hmm. our souls have like a timeline mm -hmm. somewhat and I've met people that are 65 and you can tell that their souls are like brand new on the planet and <laughs> I I have yeah. never felt that way about mine I felt like damn mine has been here for a long time <laughs> yeah. um and there's there's a lot there already and so mm -hmm. that is really interesting to hear the past life stuff Right. Yeah. Lacey and I talk a lot about like kind of like what did we agree to take on in this lifetime, mm. right? Like what kind of mm -hmm. agreements did we make? Right. Mm -hmm. And so in your case, yeah, it's a little bit more um in in the sense of karma, mm -hmm. right? Um yeah, it 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 would almost be like an old soul learning how to uh feel new, feel fresh, mm -hmm. feel um unrestrained or mm. right because mm -hmm. you do have so this uh these lifetimes of mastering libra right um aries being the opposite of that is the beginning of the the wheel right it's the beginning mm. of the zodiac it is fresh hot mm. fire mm. right it is not as concerned with uh consequences or <laughs> what happens after they do the thing right mm. and that is not their job to worry about that mm -hmm. is their job to like blaze forward so in a way you almost have to um put your old soul in the back seat and like let this aries north node be like um like almost like a baby right because like, that when you think about the wheel it starts young right and you get older um this would be you know only aware of you and not the waves that it would cause right mm. just you just being um so yeah i could totally see that old soul piece right but mm -hmm. in a way kind of doing the opposite right mm. what does it feel like to be that new soul who hasn't experienced anything yet how do you find yourself in situations that are more uncomfortable or risk-taking or outside mm. of your comfort zone right mm -hmm. 
this is really explaining a lot about my best friend who's an Aries, which I don't really know much about Aries, but <laughs> the fiery, fresh, like making bold decisions and just going for it without any looking back or any right. regret. It's just like, she's blazing a trail. Yeah. When she makes a decision, I usually find out after the fact, after everything is already set in motion, that the decision is like completed somewhat. <laughs> like, you know, if she decides she's moving, I don't hear the beginning of like, oh, I think I'm going to move. It's like, oh, I'm moving next Monday. Here I go. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Interesting to. Impulsive right. is yeah. a term impulsive. that is used impulsive, yeah. for Aries. Uh, Aries rules the head, the scalp, mm. right? So, like, um, Aries moons. Um, in astrology, they like to have their hair pulled mm. and they like to have their scalp massaged, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And they also like to chase and be competitive. So if somebody's too easy to catch, they're a little mm -hmm. like, um, this is boring, right? <laughs> uh -huh. so you're already saying yes, your dick's already hard, uh, a little bit, right? <laughs> like, I didn't have to work, you know? Uh, <laughs> or, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, so your Leo moon, um, rules the, uh, heart. It's like courageous. It's a courageous mm. one. And then it rules the belly and the eyes. Mm. So like, but Leo mm. moons, that is the king queen moon, right? Mm. Do what I say. There's a little bit of a, um, I don't want to work. I want to tell you what to do and I want you to do it. Right? <laughs> that sounds a little bit dommy. It is. It's a lot of it, Dami, right? Okay. And it likes to be begged a little bit, like <laughs> a little bit, a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, who doesn't like that? Who doesn't like that? <laughs> That's a very Leo Moon thing, though. You know that likes to rule. I will rule with my body. It's mm. regal, right? Like regal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And can you remind me what the moon sign kind of symbolizes? Yeah. So in ancient astrology, the moon, uh, it rules the inner world. Mary likes mm. to call it the bedroom of mm. our self. It's our bedroom. Mm. So there is a privateness and only people who know you will tend to see it. Mm. Um, your bedroom wants to be on a stage. Stating yeah. the obvious here. <laughs> and also your bedroom wants to be a good wingman, if you will, right? Because Leo can give the stage to others. It's mm. perfect wing person. It's the one to go, you want to try that, right? And like mm. people are like, yeah, I don't know why I'm saying yes, but I am saying yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your bedroom would be covered in, I think of like, uh, well, in whatever you think of that makes you feel like bold and daring, but um, I, I think of like leopard print stuff. I think of animal prints for some mm. reason, not saying your room actually is that, but when I think of like a ruler or a queen and I think of, you know, a lion, I think of bold Africa for some reason, I think <laughs> queen, right? Fun. Yeah. So that's like your inner world. And, and so then um, on the body, it rules um, a physical part of the body, which is the belly. It goes in order. So it's like Aries head, Taurus, mouth, esophagus, Gemini, arms, mm. cancer, breasts, mm. Leo, uh, belly, and mm. eye, the right eye specifically. Mm. And I know ancient astrology, right? 
And then, um, yeah, Libra is like the hips, mm. you know. Uh, Scorpio is the genitals. Mm. Um, so it's, and then like Sagittarius is the thighs and it just goes down right mm. from there, Pisces mm. the feet. Mm. Uh, so in astrology, the moon tells me how you might like to be touched or treated, right? Mm. If yours in Leo, this means you're going to want to perform. You're going to want to be the star in some way, right? In the bedroom. That so, can get me into trouble in the beginning. Yeah. Um, for instance, like uh, I have a pattern somewhat in new relationships of wanting to be like wanting to perform and seduce in a yes. sense. Yes. And it's really fun and such a turn on. But then also like sometimes I have uh, accidentally used that power in a way that isn't that I'm not consciously using it, right. you know. Right. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, the Scorpio wants to see how far things will go, mm -hmm. right? Scorpio can't stop investigating. Uh, <laughs> sometimes Scorpio ninth houses, I mean, it, it, it means like teacher and travel and Scorpio is the genitals. But um, oftentimes, too, they'll be like private investigators will be, mm. you know, ninth house, right? Um, crim crime scene forensics, mm, right? Interesting. People who work with law. Because it's mm. law and religion, that ninth house. So mm. teachers, teaching, law, religion, things that govern us. Mm. Yeah. Wow, so interesting. Yeah, right. Does it also cool. go, oh, shit, I did want to do that. Or I have thought that. I just thought, oh, every single career I've ever had has been surrounding teaching mm -hmm. in some format. Yeah. Yeah. That Saturn and Sag is where that one's at. That's the life purpose. Mm. Um, it also gives you a kind of authority when you are teaching, which is really nice. Hmm. Um, cause Saturn represents maturity and authority, 10th house, right? You have authority to teach as a career, as an entrepreneur. Hmm. I know a lot of people who have 10th house, you know, a lot of planets in their 10th house, natural entrepreneurs, hmm. in, uh, some way. Hmm. Saturn here also means that it's going to take a while to really develop your career. Mm. Uh, right. It's not going to be like, Hey, I woke up and this is what it is. And yeah, give mm -hmm. me all your money. Right. It's like, uh, it takes a while. It can take time to mm. build. I feel like you kind of mentioned that in the beginning, how you were, it took a while for you to feel comfortable at broadcast being yeah. on this stage with this topic. Right. It took, mm. it was a, um, a process is I for think sure. saying, right. Yeah. And that's, that's very Saturn, right. Mm. It's like, uh, off to the races, but a very slow race, right? You're going to build this over time. It's going to be quality. It's going to, you know, Saturn doesn't do it um, half-assed. It wants it to be like, yeah, well done. Yeah. And you have a, a bone, a boon here for a uh, comedy because uh, yeah. Jupiter in Pisces yes. house, Jupiter is comedy. It's optimism, right? Cool. It's also, yeah. It's also That's validating. It's also massively the king of, heaven if you will right it is zeus it is jupiter right think mm -hmm. of mythos ancient history right this person has temples to themselves in other countries right mm -hmm. like so i kind of love that you have a jupiter here because it kind of makes you godlike naturally mm -hmm. godlike um when you are with people right mm -hmm. physically um you won't think of it as such because for you it's just tuesday but for other people it'll be like how how did you know that or like a zeus thing scorpio also lends to i don't know how i know it but i know it <laughs> uh -huh. i don't know how i can say this but i can totally say this mm. it will be received you know 
cool. Yeah. And is that related to the comedy thing or not? Yeah. So uh, Jupiter here is in its own domicile, its own ruler, which just means you have like a super powerful Jupiter. Mm. Um, it means that you you have two things here that imply what the best way I can describe it is the ability to make people feel forgiven of sins. That's like Ooh. the best way that I can put it. You've mm. got two things that make me think that. Firstly, this Jupiter here, right? In its own temple, if you will. Mm. And it's your rising sign. Jupiter rules Sagittarius, your life purpose, which gives comedy to the serious Saturn natures that you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. It was a natural optimism to otherwise heavy. Saturn's a heavy planet, heavy taught subjects, if you will. For sure. Yes. You're and good at describing everything about me. good, <laughs> <laughs> though, right? Like, it, yeah. it should feel fucking amazing, yeah. you know? Um, you have, and then, so Jupiter rules this Sagittarius part of you. It rules this house, uh, Jupiter. So the 12th house here, um, is also, it gives a Pisces overlay. So it's almost like an extended first house, if you will, mm -hmm. for you mm -hmm. in, in a, and then you have Mars here, the God of sex, um, the pursuit of sex, right? Um, it is fighting or fucking in everyone's chart. Either I'm fighting <laughs> with it or I'm fucking with it because that's the aggressive. It's very, um, I go after what I want and I take it mm. is the vibe. Yours mm. is an Aquarius, Mars and Aquarius, which is um, you can't take advantage of someone because it's a humanitarian, right? <laughs> like, oh, damn, I can't not think of how this will affect humanity or the bigger picture. <laughs> You know, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's also how can humans engage in sort of sex, a, an otherwise aggressive act, right? Mm -hmm. How can people interact with it in a humanitarian way? How can the rebel, the underdog, also play? Mm. Yeah. Fascinating. Yes. And you do it as a public service, it's in the stove house. It's so. True. And you do it because it was a repressed in you in some way growing up. Mm -hmm. um, Mars in the 12th house is said to be a little bit like repressed, right? Like um, what you felt gung ho about your family members would have been like, um, put that behind scenes, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Don't put that out here. Mars in Aquarius is also a natural contrarian, right? Like it naturally <laughs> goes, oh yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like the family black sheep. So that makes so much sense that, yeah, every, everything that I'm usually doing, my family is like, have you heard what she's doing now? Oh, you know? um, and I, there's something that I somewhat get off on of like <laughs> doing something well and doing the unconventional and being like, I'm living my life's purpose over here. You are. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I'm not, my soul is not cringing and dying inside from doing something that I hate. Right. Quite the opposite. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's thriving. It's You're living totally. in your The other thing that made me think of forgiveness of sins in this way is when that Mars, right? That's like sex in a Jupiter place, which your Jupiter is in its domicile. So it influences that Mars and your Saturn is influenced by Jupiter. So it just helps. It just means that you're able to talk about sex in a, 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 a well-informed perspective way. Cause mm. it's like a bird that flies above and can see the map of sex for people. Mm. Right. Can fly above. 
And then Jupiter is like, say anything. You have this. Say anything, mm. like a comedian, right? Mm. Like comedians can say truth. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, oh my God, I don't know if that was like racist, but I love what they just, you know, like, and I say racist, like, but you know, they can say things sometimes that you're like, oh, I don't know if I should laugh at that. Weird how Yankovic comes to mind sometimes. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah. Well, uh, Sagittarius is um, blunt truth teller. Truth, right? And so comedy goes hand in hand with bluntness, mm -hmm. I feel like. I think that's why they're so... Right. But yeah, I mean, Sagittarius represents teacher, philosophy, comedy, mm. and honesty. Right. Mm -hmm. um, there's a nobleness with Sag where they just do not want um, yeah, fake or bullshit or lies. Right. Like that. That's one way to piss off a, a Sag. And you got a lot of Sag. That's yeah. so fascinating because I think in my younger years, like growing up, I was always very blunt in delivering information and I kind of got a reputation in like grade school of being a bitch to like the <laughs> other girls and I saw that I was I didn't see any harm in in the delivery that I did have but I think it was too blunt too quick and I was reading people yeah and um yeah. I had to kind of like make that more of an art form of like do you want to know what I'm uh, like seeing do you uh, like asking permission and consent and keeping in mind that people have feelings and that I deeply want to be loved and liked but also you know I can't cut people with my tongue oh so. that is perfect I I love how you said that because you have a you have a there was an opposition to your moon moon opposite Mars people who have this have a hard time especially early years, considering other people's feelings mm -hmm. because Mars is so direct. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. And your inner world is like on that stage. Yeah. Right. So I love that you said that you've discovered that like all in astrology, if you ever Google like moon opposite Mars, mm. right. It'll say these people struggle with um, understanding that there are other people in the room. Right. Mm. Or that have feelings kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, also can be like they said uh sensitive right it can be a little bit sensitive and a little bit like um what do you mean by that you know mm -hmm. like like your feelings are hurt constant yeah. and so you have to learn how to balance that for sure yeah glad uh, i learned that one early on because i still know people you know um that are like what i was just saying what i meant and now right. i don't have that friendship and i'm like well you know there's a well, way to deliver things that sometimes people aren't ready to hear the bluntness that you have to, yes. to observe. And you have to like make sure that the people that are sensitive, that you're not like accusing them of some kind of character flaw based off of what you are observing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Make them like. We come across that too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Astrology um, will help us to see that in a person too. Like, okay. Yeah they don't know they're doing this right or we'll talk about sort of an enlightened um you know so scorpio wants to hide um in ancient astrology scorpio and aquarius i'm aquarius sun for that matter we're said to be haters of family and um, haters of family haters of family okay and uh um thievy and conniving right mm. whereas like words with scorpio um mm -hmm. prone to theft was another <laughs> you know uh -huh. descriptor you're right and so they'll say things like that and you're all wow damn yeah <laughs> you shit. Know? yeah shit. 
but really what it is is um we it's not that we're haters of family we just have perspective right we just see that oh um i see that we think this is a family but not the whole world right like mm. so it's just this you know it's like you can't not see it mm. um you have a moon so this this will give you would have given you self-confidence issues when you're younger too you have a moon square sun mm. this could mean my parents fought all the time mm. right because it means like mom and dad or your family parents right were um in a square in a tension in a friction with each other mm. that was totally obvious to you mm um but yeah that's the there's like a friction there and when we grow up it can give us mad determination mad ambition like mm. strong like pushing forward like nothing can stop me mm. and it can also give large moments of insecurity right Lack of <laughs> right where you're like oh god should i said that <sighs> it's like a, a constant tension between what my body wants and what my consciousness is aware of right mm. kind of this constant tension you know yeah wow my mom's probably gonna listen to this interview <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. good yeah listen to this mom <laughs> yeah my mom was taking me to astrologers uh or i would be like in the witch store as she was getting her astrology read so um oh yeah she's all she's the gateway drug for me yes yeah, my mom's absolutely against it i do satanic mm. work as far mm. as she wow oh yeah my is yeah. that is that written in your chart too it is i have a mars <laughs> pluto that is powerful inner world struggles with mom moon so yeah wow yes but she hacks it by calling her mom on certain times I right i, I wait for certain transits so that i can maintain a relationship nice yeah yeah that's cool that you have like a, a tool available yes yeah and um she's an aries sun and i'm an aries moon which is rams that's people butting heads yeah right and yeah. so if and she has a venus in aries which means that if she is fighting with me or arguing with me in a way it's her form of loving me but mm -hmm. she will um with any uh like I think of like dueling, sword dueling, right? When you're dueling with someone, if somebody mm -hmm. gets a good hit in you, you're like, oh, damn, that was a good hit. Right? <laughs> you, on it, you know? Uh -huh. I respect that. So I have to think of it <laughs> Oh, that's so interesting. Now I'm like, damn, I wonder what my ex's chart is like. Because <laughs> uh, yes. he, really, he really enjoyed like, when when there was conflict he wanted to ram like he wanted to be like let's get big and like let's get passionate and for me i was like i don't know how to do this can we can we talk about it like in a like can we de-escalate please you know yes. Yeah. yes uh water is sensitive it's intuitive um it doesn't need it does have the biggest feelings in the room though sometimes right <laughs> where like this tsunami coming your way with heaven, you know yeah yeah but it's just because they're really big feelings you know mm. there's, there's really big feelings and i have to name every drop of water that's around me right like that is hard to do you can't so it's, <laughs> that's this oh whoa you know oh, it's so like, interesting yeah and you have a lot of water so much. Right. Yeah. Can you is, show me on the chart with the mouse where the water is? 
Yeah. yeah. Scorpio is water. Oh, okay. Bam. And then this Jupiter, the first house is water. Ah. So you have this double water action going on, which is what makes you intuitive, having that knowing before you know it, able to read other people's water, right? Like you're mm. like, like, you know, you would know automatically just by the person's subtleties, if what mm. they are experiencing is something pleasurable or not. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. immediate, right? Other people who have to be more like, okay, I saw the eye twitch, not good. You know, they have to like, <laughs> like or I saw the eye twitch, it meant nothing. Yes, you know? yes, right? Exactly that. Wait, so I, um, I'm relating this to the erotic blueprints and like the erotic blueprint that is most aware of others and subtlety and sensitivity is the energetic blueprint. And so it just made me wonder, like, are there the people that identify as being more energetic if that's if they have more water in there? Yes, um, as soon as you were describing yours. Mm -hmm. And you said the energetic one. And you said to your partner, you gave the story of the partner where you said, no, stand at the door and I want you to look at me like you're going to eat me. Don't touch yeah. me. Look yeah. at me like you want to. Yeah. Right. That is very water. To ah, me. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Like, that's super energetic. Right. And then yeah. the flow. Right. It's got to be a flow. I have a husband who has a Mars in cancer. Right. Mm -hmm. That is a very moody sexual person. Right. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, and so the oh, it's like fast moving water, so it can be fast, but it it's paired up with the moon, so nurturing. Mm. If a Mars and Cancer isn't getting enough nurturing, right, or momming almost in a way, if mm. I can put it that way, right, because there's that interesting play with m mothering, nurturing, mm -hmm. and sex, something that you touched on in your that women don't talk about, right? Or there's this, we don't know how to talk about wanting to be nurturing, mm -hmm. you know? And also, anyway, so he has this Mars. So I have to be like nurturing and then treat it like it's the ocean, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. it wants to crash against things. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it's just like the shore, you know, it's mm -hmm. just kind of here and it's gonna go out and come back and go out, you know? So it's very intuitive. I'm having, uh, you know, you're doing this. Okay, okay. I love watching you describe things with you're a full body communicator. Yeah. You're like you're like an interp like interpretive dance kind of communicator. I love it. Yes. Thank you. Very thank entertaining. You. You. <laughs> I'm drawn in. <laughs> oh, I, I bet it's the Pisces, right? The body language, like speaking with energy, right? Mm. More than even words. Like Lacey could get the same thing across even if she wasn't using words, right? Because of how Descriptive yeah, if it was silent, I could I could mime like what's happening. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she like exudes it, right? Yeah. I think that's your Pisces Venus, right? Mm -hmm. That's connecting. And then it would be your Pisces rising and Jupiter that's so receptive to it, too. Right. right? Um yeah. you can pick up on the energy, the intuition, but also like the nonverbal, right? The, mm, the body right. language piece. And then the energetics, I would say water makes a lot of sense, right? Because yeah. you could feel things before seeing them, hearing them, touching them, right? There's a mm. feeling, right? Yeah. Um, an intuition. And yeah. for that to be your rising, that's your body, mm -hmm. right? Is completely intuition-based. And then your ninth house is all of that Scorpio, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you're kind of almost teaching intuition or teaching yes, yes. right teaching energy mm -hmm. teaching 
uh, others like a healing via a medical way, right? Mm -hmm. On a scale of one to four, mm -hmm. how is it turning you on, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I loved that. That's interesting because sometimes like the clients that I see, if, if there's a couple and one of the partners tends to be more energetic and needs that sensitivity and the other couple it, or the other person in the partnership is like, I don't get it. Like, yeah. I don't understand how to do it. I kind of have to break down like what is energy and yeah. energy is something that is thought like being communicated or sent in, in a direction. It's like imagining that your sexual energy, you visualizing that your sexual energy is coming out of your genitals and like glittering towards that person. It's trying, I have to try and break down how to use visuals, imagery, thoughts to convey energy for yeah. someone that's like, I don't get it, you know? Yeah. So like, slides, please. That'd be nice. Like, do you think? Slides. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think so we like, could kind of relate that to elements, Lacey? Like, oh yeah. Um, because I would think like fire and air, mm -hmm. right? They go together and they keep each other inspired. But I wouldn't mm -hmm. say that they're big on the energetics, right? Because yeah. fire is going to burn, right. and air is going to be fed by you know, mm -hmm. um, and vice versa. Whereas I think earth and water have that intuition right? Mm -hmm. Just kind of built in. I think water is definitely carrying, I think water carries a lot of our stuff, right? Our ancestry, our mm. memories, right? I think water is, um, is pretty magical to begin with, which is why I think it holds all of that intuition and feelings. But then earth has the capacity to ground it, right? It has the capacity to hold mm. it. And I think people who are heavy in earth also often have a lot of intuition, even if it's not the problem with earth is that practicality will take over intuition. Yeah. Right. And so um, that voice might be louder, but I think because earth can receive water so much, right. It has that capacity for intuition. So I almost wonder if like these energetics could like be related back to elements in a way. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That was what I was thinking of, I thought of the energetic that from afar, they might have be turned on more by, um like what you did right look at me let the tension be there mm -hmm. right before mm -hmm. i merge my water with you mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna not be able to not pick up on your mood can't not can't not see it <laughs> yeah so if you're with a partner who doesn't get that then that would be rough or, or if you have let's say a predominantly water person and a predominantly fire person water puts out fire right mm -hmm. so it kind of can do that which can make mm. steam. Okay, steam is air. Work <laughs> with words, right? Like maybe we take it air. But yeah. Um, so I noticed that, and then the fire tends to be more of the zero to sixty people. Right? Mm, like, yeah, I'm a double Aries. I'm like, okay, touch my genitals, awesome. You know, right? <laughs> Let's go, right? Boom. That's all I even need. And then like impulsive also, and quick, right? You think about an actual flame. Uh huh. That's but then fascinating. Yeah, but then gets bored easily. So like, mm. I like a new dick three times and then I'm done pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> bye. You know? Right. Like, like, Thank you for your service. Thank you so much. That was so good. Bye. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I, I'm I'm thinking of people in my life that have more fire for sure in their system. I don't know if it's, it's probably in their charts in some way. 
and sometimes you can tell that they like burn themselves from yes. that fire being like either that fire being like overly sexually mm -hmm. I, I take back overly being yeah, like, yeah. sexually indulgent to the Super point that, yeah. yeah to the to the point that you like make a mess of yes. relationships or you make a mess of emotions or mm -hmm. you hurt yourself yeah. physically from burning the candle too hard and yes. um, being like too passionate yes yes so I, yeah. i'm i'm curious now if like more sexual blueprint types have more aries in their chart yes right <laughs> the ones that aren't considering other people or like uh like you had to learn right that mars uh, moon opposition where you in life had to learn how to um, balance the oh yeah there's other people in the world that mm -hmm. cannot be as direct right mm -hmm. so that's something you've had to grow up with and yeah. learn about and other people who maybe have a Mars opposite moon in their charts together they're synastry mm. right so synastry can have the same effect mm, interesting right so somebody else's moon is opposite somebody else's Mars and it's like how come every time you want sex I feel my feelings hurt or mm. how come every time you're pursuing something I feel like um I don't want to or I'm pushing against you fuck mm -hmm. you says the Aquarius to anyone trying to make them do anything yeah <laughs> right wow it has to be like their idea and, <laughs> you know and then like uh fixed signs too it takes a long time for things to dawn or to work because there's a fixed I've I've learned this so far my whole life. What do you mean it's different? <laughs> so what are the fixed signs? So fixed signs of Scorpio. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's opposite Taurus. Okay. Right. And then uh, Aquarius is fixed and Leo is fixed. You have quite a bit of fixed, okay. right? But fixed energy is also energy that thinks a lot and is mm -hmm. trying to fix things. Mm. It is trying to make things better for everyone else. So you can prove things to fixed, right? But you'd better be good at it mm. to change my mind, mm. you know? So when you were saying fixed, I was hearing like, oh, stubborn, like almost. <laughs> there is stubbornness for yeah. sure. Um, but the nice thing about fixed placements that have squares, like you have that sun square moon and you have mm -hmm. the opposite Mars. That means that in your life, you've had to learn how to master that mm. own like friction, if mm, you will. Mm -hmm. So yes, you're fixed, but you've got things challenging your fixedness. Mm. Oh. Mm, definitely. And that may be enough mutable to be open mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. there's three modalities. Fixed is stubborn, kind of like you're saying, right? Like it's going to take a little bit longer to convince you that something is not that mm -hmm. um there's cardinal signs those are a little bossier they're in mm. charge people naturally want to follow them mm. right um and then there's mutable mutable is like the bridge between everything right it's a uh, water flowing it can kind of go with the flow your rising is pisces that's mutable mm. right so there's an ability to kind of flow um Sagittarius, your 10th house, you know, where you have the career and that um, life's purpose, MC, all of these uh, important things for career and legacy, you have, uh, that's, that sign is mutable. It can flow, it can change its mind, it can accept uh, a different explanation for something, right? Yeah, so, well, this doesn't help. What about this, or mm -hmm. the textures? Okay, the, oh, nope, we don't like that. It's it's able to go here, no, and then pivot and go. Oh. Great. Yeah. Okay, I was so just, there's certain things. 
-hmm. I was just zoning out on my chart as you were sharing that. And I wondered if other people's charts have such a concentration of signs, like seeing how much Sagittarius and Scorpio and then seeing like clusters of threes. Yes. Is that kind of common for people to have? Uh, so um, sometimes, it's, yeah, it's not uncommon you yeah. know, for people to have one whole bunch. Yeah. On one side, uh, Saturn is a slow moving, Uranus is a slow moving, Neptune's a slow moving. You will have like a whole sub generation that will have that, right? Mm. Anyone born around 1986, oh. like late 1985, 86, 87 will have oh. something in there. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. But it's, it's also kind of telling, right? We look for like these big groups of planets all concentrated in a wheel, right? Mm. Like where in the wheel do we see like the biggest concentration of planets? And then that's a little bit of like a, an extra informative piece of like, where is your life calling you to like uh, focus on right mm. so the first quadrant of yeah our chart is about self right oh, and yeah. you do have planets here but they're not as like thick right the next piece is more about other and then and you have you know your moon is dead center in here so other is important right but mm -hmm. where we start to see the concentration of planets piling up is in your eighth house and that's mm -hmm. on the tail end of other mm -hmm. but it's about merging sex intimacy mm -hmm. um other people's money right it's that kind of like mm -hmm. um deeper connect deeper merge mm -hmm. um yeah and then above that uh is more about community Right. And so you have a big concentration of stuff happening at that border of like sex and merging with community and mm. other in the world. Right. Mm. So it's even more obvious as that there's a teaching element here. There's yeah. an element where you are meant to share yourself with, the you know, help the mm -hmm. world in a way. Right. If you had all of this concentrated in the first quadrant and be like, you should focus on self. Right. Mm -hmm learn more about yourself you need to like mm -hmm. know what you need right if you had all of them in other right that would be different you know you'd be focusing on relationships and one-to-one -one relationships like one-to-one mm -hmm. whereas this is more your career and legacy on a know. stage teaching <laughs> right Concentrated. Or, yeah, yeah yeah but we'll cool. take a while because saturn's here Mm. So building up to it, but definitely like you ever see the woman who does the sex room, how to build a sex room. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those are the vibes that you have going on. Right. <laughs> like that. Yes. More like, like you're that. you're here to help the collective. You're here to help yeah. the world in a way, right? Not just you, not just other everyone. I love that. That's always been, I think, in like business business school, sort of yeah. with this. Um there's like a, you know, a mission driven statement sort of for a business of uh, like, is it, is it a mission for you to like completely change the planet or is it just uh, like, you're going to make money yeah and um, based off of what my capacity allows of like stretching myself, having a huge mission sometimes feels like, Oh my God, that's such a far stretch to really yes. put that mission out there. Yes. Um, but it's but, really validating to hear all this hear and to be like, keep going. Yes. Yeah. Keep going. Mm -hmm. That yeah. if, if, if you ever feel like, you know, down on yourself. Yeah. Keep going, you know, like, because 
I have a, a Capricorn tenth, which is takes a while to know what you want to do too. So mm. astrology was not something I thought about when I was a kid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, keep going. Um, and the more that you do teach, and the more that you allow yourself to be um, an entrepreneur and a, com a a comedic person teaching shocking things. Mm -hmm. You know, talking <laughs> to older people. Saturn yeah. is also maturity and older people, people older than yourself. Mm. Uh, you'll have a, a automatic buy-in there, mm. you know, from like other people. Libras, so people struggling with relationships is how you're definitely going to make your money. Mm. Um, and you sharing your wisdom. You have, um, uh, this is Athena, goddess of wisdom. Mm. Right? It's called Pallas in astrology. And it means that you have wisdom when it comes to winning at relationships that need to know mm. how to merge better together. Wow. If that, cool, could, right? if that could just be like, you You're know, saying? if yeah. that could just be on my business card, that'd be really <laughs> cool. Thank Something you. else that is really cool is you have Vesta in the second house. Same as me. Mine's a different sign, but it's Vesta. And Vesta is the hearth. Vesta is, um, they, they, so Neolithic times, they would have a fire, you know, yeah. that kind of kept going. We found that if we just kept fire going, then um, if fire ran out at our house, we could go to the center of town. It's small, it's tribal. We can go get the fire and bring it back to our home. So that mm -hmm. was Vesta. Mm -hmm. um, Vesta was a whole ass sect you know, in um, Greek and Roman times. And they were called Vestal Virgins. So they had to be virgins from the age of like eight to 30. And wow. then after 30, you could leave and you were taken care of basically for the rest of your life. And you lived in this amazing temple and you kept wow. this fire going. Um, they were chosen specifically by the Caesar, right? The Caesar mm. chose the women, which kind of sucks, but still <laughs> is a thing. Um, and I mean, if they d were caught having sex out outside of their 30 years, they were buried alive. A problem. Whoa. Um, yeah. Kind of extreme. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, but they had a power that no other women had. Mm. They could pardon gladiators. They could oh. pardon people who were scheduled for death. Wow. They had the power to say, I don't think that my intuition tells me that person doesn't deserve to die. Like they could pardon people right and they were the, is the game of thrones that we're talking about <laughs> yeah. it sounds like the plot for game of thrones i know right <laughs> something like that but those are two things you have zeus who is the god of heaven right who has the power also mm. to forgive things also zeus was not known for being you know with the same person mm. <laughs> not monogamous notorious mm. So it was a poly theme in there, right? Or something mm -hmm. more than, you know? Um, and then, yeah, you have this Vesta. This means that a part of your resources is to be like a, a high priestess mm. of the hearth, of mm. new, fresh, burning fire, mm. of um, the way that you talk with people or take them through your process. Mm, cool. Is a way to help people to forgive themselves mm. and therefore not hold themselves prisoner. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a rad fucking thing to have. I know that that's the feeling that people, like, you just put into words the feeling that often people will leave with, like, after we're done coaching, but you put it into words, like, in a, such an eloquent way that, um, yeah, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, we just feel like 
less shame and we feel free and we feel like, yeah, it's a light conversation rather than like a heavy, dark, uh, like isolated situa situation around sex. So love it. Cool. You have the power of the high priestess and the literal God of heaven to do so. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not blowing fluff up your skirt. I'm literally just reading your chart. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm uh, wondering on this chart what you can tell about like who I am as a sexual being. Yes. So you have um, fifth house is sex for fun, sex for pleasure. <laughs> Wait, what, are we, what, what else is there? So flirting. Um, sex for fun, sex for pleasure. What is there other reasons for sex? Procreation. Because <laughs> oh, it is okay. the house of children okay. as well, right? Gotcha. I am doing it for pleasure. I'm flirting. I'm doing it for fun. It's me and another person interacting, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's the seed of creativity. It's kind of mm -hmm. like what we um, feel enlivened by when you think of like yeah. flirting, right? It's what we feel enlivened by. Yours is in the sign of cancer, which means it's a business. It's going to be a business in some way for you. <laughs> Black Moon Lilith here. She is sort of the mistress or the seductress of these. Uh -huh. um, people, women in ancient times were kind of afraid of her. And now in modern times, we embrace her, right? Mm. Used to be like, she's a temptress. She's mm. a temptress. Mm -hmm. And now we're like, fuck yeah, I'm a temptress. Right? <laughs> Taking classes on how to be a temptress. <laughs> yeah. yes. So this means that you will feel like an outcast in some way, or you did feel like an outcast mm. when you were pursuing sex for fun, sex for pleasure. Like mm. she gives the you'll be excommunicated if you do mm -hmm. this. You know, it gives that you will have to be live outside the Garden of Eden, if you will. Mm. Mm. So there's something about you feeling like you were an outcast or are an outcast. And the more we can embrace sort of the mistress outcast, the better it is. Mm. Cancer is nurturing. It's the sign of mother. Mm. Right. She's gotten me into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I seduce people and then I nurture the shit out of them. And then that becomes that is what I've used yeah. in the past to like secure love yes you know, of like they'll love me if i seduce them and then if if i just take care of them really 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 well and then i become uh in these partnerships where they're like but you're gonna do everything for me because you're yeah. that's what you put on wow. the billboard and that's how you marketed yourself was like you were mothering and you were cooking and yeah. and taking care of everything like why would i step into any of that exactly so. it's the source it's the well of water yeah mm -hmm. Um, it means that you can also administer shots. You can be a nurse. Oh shit. That's never going to, I'm so squeamish. I know. Well, I'm I can be you know, really comforting, but maybe, I'm not going to do the shots. But maybe that's a way to get rid of a person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I will nurture you. I will, you know, give you everything you need. I will give you shots. Yeah. <laughs> can you say yes to that? Right. Oh, like, yeah you're the nurse it's the nurse of the zodiac mm. you know so nurses are comforting but they also have to administer things that are uncomfortable and that maybe don't want us to stay around you know mm. so if a person can't take shots or medicine mm. right like uh an adult then maybe maybe you know that's so fascinating because i had a little fling when i went to burning man this year and it was this younger person and they really seemed, uh, at first I was just drawn into them because of how attractive and attracted we were to each other. And then 
it totally turned into this like nursing medicinal kind of yeah. relationship between us. And then uh, he became distant and I was like, Ooh, is this because like we had too much vulnerability going on and like you opened yourself up too much and now you're just a little bit hungover. Yeah. Um, like I delivered the medicine and now he, I mean, yeah. after we did the kind of like medicinal healing kind of thing, Right. It was like, I feel so much better. Thank you so much. And then he was like, I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's so fascinating. And um, I saw, I saw that in like a heightened way there. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Burning Man is unconventional, right? So you're at a festival, unconventional Uranus. And yeah. then um, Mars in Aquarius. So Aquarius is also a sign of detached. So mm -hmm. Venus in Aquarius would be very attractive to a Mars and Aquarius and Venus and Aquarius is the definition of uh, detached or cold. Um, Cause Aquarius is ruled by Saturn who can be cold, mm. right? Your Jupiter rules your Saturn, which makes you less cold. Mm. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. It makes you more funny and mature. Right. Mm. Um, Mars and Aquarius is I can fuck you without being completely attached to you or talk mm. about fucking or, Right. There's this um, scientific vibe that comes mm -hmm. along with Aquarius. Mm. So you may be attracted an Aquarius sun slash Venus and they love friendship. Mm. You know, like we've got to be friends. For space. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say you in need, space? You might in need space. space. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. So probably what happened is, is they were like, oh my gosh, I'm not certain that I want to be forever with this person in some way. It's probably what was happening, right? Yeah. So I've got to detach. For sure. Yeah. The quickest way to get an Aquarius back is literally to flirt with somebody else in their presence and then they will. <laughs> I'm just giving you that's the it. That's the end. Uh, <laughs> noted. Interesting. <laughs> oh, really? You don't want this? What if I go flirt over here? Wait, never mind. I change my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this relationship. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yes. Uh, well, that um, is our time. Think, We've been talking for an hour, but. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I think wow. it would be fun to have you back on if you wanted to maybe do your BDSM results. We do that with um, what? Yeah, with uh, yeah, we have people like take the test and then we talk about it with your chart. Yeah, what? Really I would love that. That's oh. making my right thigh chill. Saturn <laughs> um, is happening. Saturn, yeah, why? Rules the thighs. I love it. Yeah. Ooh, I would love that because um, that's like a whole. Of course, that's a whole other world to dive into. Yes. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Right. And I feel like we talked so much about your chart overall that that would be interesting to dive into more of the details about like what you're attracted to. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, <sighs> yes. Okay. Now my whole body's chilling. Yes. I'm open to it. If, if it. you, if you both oh, are, God, yeah. No, yeah, you are amazing. absolutely, you are someone who I would want to see succeed with all of every fiber of my being. Oh, right. Thank you. you are definitely needed in this world. Right. Oh, Paving a way, so being a, it's not easy, you know, being someone who's unafraid, I guess, in a way. It's not easy being a sex witch out here. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're more Tell us about it. Too. Like, yeah. on the BDSM test, you could get, share juicy stories, you know, oh, that you're like, yeah. oh my God, I did this. You know, that would be amazing. Well, the, that the other be. thing that, I, that it makes me think of is that, like, in BDSM, I feel like there's, you don't know what you don't know, you yes. know, like you, you know what you've been exposed to, you know, kind of what lights you up maybe if you think about it and you get kind of the concept going in your own experience. But there's so many things in BDSM that you're like, Oh shit, I didn't even know that existed. 
So, and I think it's going to get even broader. Even the BDSM test to Mm. me is still narrow. I haven't taken like the full big one. I guess there's two kinds. Oh, um, but yeah, even in like some of them, I'm like, oh, oh, I feel like there's, I feel like there's five, five things in between that, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. I have seen the only test that I've seen is like 36 pages long. You know, oh my god, just the like, oh my, of course, of course, it's this long. Um, (laughs) but I'm willing to take whatever length. uh, Yeah, put on some study glasses and just get in there. Yeah, right. Um, Yeah. You're amazing and Thank perfectly you. equipped to do. And do. we need more of you. So um, we would love that too. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I really love how proficient and like how artful you both are at your craft. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So wonderful. Yeah. yeah. People don't no, realize it's a product. Of, yeah. Product yeah. of doing what you love. Right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. But I can't not look at a chart and go, okay, this is how I might seduce you. <laughs> 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 That's kind of what astromanics is. Rub my head like, on your belly. How would Lacey right? seduce you? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Put the Aries and the the Leo together, right? Like, okay, I want that to be a whole part of this this uh, interview of like, how would yeah, how would you seduce the person based off of the chart? Yes, That's I fun. do that with celebrities, like on my YouTube's and on you know people who I don't. Oh, know. like you pick you pick a celebrity, and oh my gosh, that's so fun. Yeah, like Megan Fo- uh, Megan Fox. Is that her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. I talk mm-hmm. about how I would seduce her if uh, I was him. <laughs> that's so fun. Yeah, oh yeah. you would talk about astrology, and that would seduce her because she's really into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's also I, also, mm-hmm. I also, yeah, I, I am more curious about like what you know around astrology that helps you see someone out in the wild without taking in their information and like looking up their chart and you being able to kind of like sniff out yes things about them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a chart's them, best. Sort of. I'm nerdy for charts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I for a Virgo. Virgo something, right? I yeah. I'm nine out of ten nine out of ten times I'll guess someone's seventh house. Mm. Like that's what interesting what people show up first for me as. Yeah. So, yeah. And what is the seventh house? Yeah, seventh house is other. So basically it's like kind of how others first first see you. Mm. And then the um the rising sign is sort of what's next, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a, oh, you're a sensitive person. You're an intuitive mm-hmm. person, right? Mm-hmm. You're jovial. You laugh a lot. You have mm-hmm. comedy, right? Jupiter's mm-hmm. in your first. Mm-hmm. So people might notice that about you. Um, mm-hmm. And then your sun sign is sort of the orchestra, mm-hmm. right? It's when you're talking with a person, you're all, okay, so you have, you're thinking of everyone or, okay, mm-hmm. you have a lot of details, actual mm-hmm. details, right? Mm-hmm. Are you interesting? Yeah. And then the moon is the last. It's the one that is like my bed, and this is my bedroom, right? Like <laughs> inner sanctum. Yeah, yeah. See, now but, I actually want to take like a real picture of my bedroom and show you, and be like, "Is this accurate? Is this accurate? <laughs> clothes, right? Clothes. Is this what you're thinking with different- um, Jungle Queen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I put my daughter has a Leo moon, and her room was well constantly messy, but um also because clothes right would be like there's this pile it's, here it's, and it's yeah, got like some clothes and then there's the important things that are hung up but like everything else is just kind of <laughs> swimming she was yeah. also a gem she's a gem rising right yeah, so yeah. then it's a little chaos oh yeah mm. hers is more chaotic yeah mm. oh my but yes 
Yeah. Okay. Thank you well, so much. What should I do about following up for scheduling our next one? Uh, same link. Same link. Okay. I can just send you an email, or you can just click on the same link and. Okay. I don't. I will. You send me the link because I'm not I will. sure where the link, and we'll send you that the yeah. BDSM test. You don't want to mine through all of your emails. What? Uh, I try, and then yeah, right. I don't find yeah, it. Yeah, nine times out of ten. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll oh, send you the link. This is so wonderful. Such yes. a joy. Oh my God. You're wonderful. You are wonderful. You. What a joy to um have you on. Right. My um, pleasure. I I love the idea of meeting other people who are in this sphere, like yourself, mm -hmm. right? Um, like Erica. There's other people that I've met who I'm like, oh my God, I want them on the show. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea of not only validating everyone, but being like, can we just put on like some crazy thing? Some crazy thing, you know, <laughs> that where people like come to really discover themselves, mm. you know, like, yeah, I want that, <laughs> but that I don't know how to be brainstorm actually happen. That <laughs> can be brainstormed, that can be workshopped. We can, right? It That's yeah. what it has to be. Um, yeah. I'm so mutable that I'm like, yeah, what do you guys want to do? No, <laughs> fun. Yeah. I'm gonna have a, a date with Erica tomorrow. Oh my she god, said, she said, come to my come to my lingerie den and i was like okay, okay. uh I'll, I'll be there at two. Oh my god erica's yeah. the real deal yeah she's so amazing she's amazing i want her to be i want her to teach i want her to be a mentor i want her you know i'm like oh you yeah know? i like want to sponsor her and put her in the limelight because she could easily run with it i mean it's natural for her yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm like where's your stage because yeah you need one yeah. I know well, her, she's a Scorpio rising. They don't love a steak. <laughs> you know, she, she's in the past been like, yeah, if you like produce it, I'll show up. And I'm like, yeah, right. Okay. But mm -hmm. as a Scorpio rising, right? Yes. Tenth yeah. house is Leo. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then you got a Leo moon and a Leo north node guiding the way, right? <laughs> Finding the stage four. Yeah, yeah, I but, just realized that your guys' screen has like a full screen where mine has like the little frame. Oh, but do you know why that is? It no. might be pinned versus unpinned. Oh, where the when you hover okay. over the image where it has that. Oh, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll unpin myself. Yeah, Good. I'm slowly I just learning. Go, go knew go Google <laughs> needs and being like, yeah. wait, why am yeah. I in portrait mode? Oh my gosh, you guys are so cute. I'm like, oh, am I seen? That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. All right. Oh my gosh, Joy. Joy, Joy, Joy. Yeah. Have a great time with Erica. She is Thank incredible. You. Thank you. Yes. Uh, we'll talk to you next time for BDSM. Okay, okay. wonderful. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Check out our playlists on our website. We have Zodiac playlists at teamaquarius.com.